0: Hundreds of times has the Dark Knight detective risked his life to battle those who threaten the innocent. But now, the entire city of
1: Gotham falls under the shadow of a deadly menace which strikes from the cold reaches of
0: space. Even with the help of Supergirl, will Batman be able to defend his city against... The The Death Death Scream from from the the Sky!
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Brave and the Bob. Uh, I have uh, two returning guests here with me uh, that I've had on earlier in the uh, run of the show. And uh, everybody, this is one of my favorite two podcasters uh, of all time. They are definitely all times for me uh, is Dr. Bob and Dr. Husband from Checkered Past. How are you guys?
0: Great. Good. Wonderful. How are you?
2: I am good, and now you guys are cool too. You're not overheated, you right, <laughs> right. right?
0: Yep. <laughs> the AC is working again.
2: Yes. Yay! Right? <laughs> I don't know what I'd do without it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd be in some some rough shape. But so you guys uh, on your show talk about a lot of crazy comics, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of different creative teams, and you know we're going to be talking about a, a kind of a kooky issue here, and this is uh, going to be the brave and the bold. And this is issue 147 from 1979. I think it's covered 8 February 1979. So uh, what is it about this issue that uh, uh, excites you guys?
1: Well, I was very excited because I bought this off the rack in 1979. And it was right kind of my transitional period when I was moving from – Harvey Comics and Super Friends into adult superhero comic books, quote unquote. So I this may have been actually the very first issue of Brave and the Bold that I bought off the rack. Wow. And I just loved it and still do. Yeah, well, it's, this- it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. There's some wild Batman dialogue here that I'm definitely going to be like, "What is he talking about?" But yeah, <laughs> yes. it's, it's it's definitely a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I liked it um, just because it was a nice little break from all the comics that we're uh, looking at all the time. 1966 to 1967. Well, how many episodes have we done now? 176,
1: 176
0: six episodes, um, and so like, uh, it was, it was nice to, to get a break from that. Uh, the inking is crazy heavy in, in, for me, uh, in this in, entire, uh, uh, issue. Um, and, and the art's kind of interesting. And also the, well, I also like that, like Batman gets so close to death, uh, at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. And he's, he's not his normal self in this one as well. He has a couple of moments where he, says he, he forgot about something and he didn't expect this to happen. And I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, that, that's that's definitely not the uh, modern-day Batman
0: for sure. No. Right, right, right.
2: Or, uh, I'm sorry, the Bat-God, as he's referred to. And there's
0: something <laughs> that happens in here later on. When we get to it, I'll know it. it, it it's like uh, Supergirl has this moment where she has an aha moment. And I think, "Um, wow, they didn't really think very much of you, did they, when they wrote this? <laughs> Uh, no, no.
2: (laughs) Unfortunately, I mean, and you guys have pointed this out on your show as well, how sometimes silver and even bronze age, well, probably even to this day, it still happens once in a while where female characters are not treated with the most uh, respect.
0: Yeah, 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 totally.
2: Yeah, and I I mean, I don't think there's any, you know, crazy malice or anything behind it. I think guys were just being dumb guys
1: faultless uh, yeah
2: just dumb <laughs> yeah. guys
0: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah dopes <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. and uh, not to segue but uh the writers carrie burkett
0: <laughs> yes so, sorry,
2: sorry mr burkett no offense meant and then uh jim apparel art which is always a treat You know, i love uh, jim apparel yeah he's he's my favorite dc artist and then uh jerry serpy is the colorist and i did find it interesting i don't know when dc started doing this because we know uh, marvel did it uh way back into the 60s it was having the editor on here too it's his editor paul levitz so oh. i thought no oh. Hmm, because I know, like I said, there was always the old uh, Stan Lee name there at the top of Marvel Comics way back there into the 60s, early 60s, I think. But DC didn't always have that there. So that just kind of stood out to me. I'm like, huh, wonder when they started doing that. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. So what about this cover? This is a Jim Apparel cover. And I really, really like this cover, although Batman looks a little happier than I've ever seen him. But maybe it's because (laughs) Supergirl's
0: his partner. (laughs) He he looks like he's been caught mid-laugh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. I wasn't sure it kind of almost looks like it's sandbags behind them. <laughs> it does. But then it is clear that Supergirl is busting through uh a mountain or something.
0: Yeah, maybe he maybe he's just screaming wee and they forgot to write it in.
1: Wee. Well, oh, that could be. Yeah. Yeah. His face to me
2: almost looks like he just uh, let out some gas that was painful. (laughs) Maybe that's what exploded behind Supergirl. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, (laughs) ah.
1: But Supergirl
2: Um, looks as happy as can be.
1: Yes. yes. I do like that it's got a big uh, starburst around where it says now 40 cents. (laughs) Because apparently this, I guess, is after the implosion. Okay, yeah. Ravenbold had been a 50 cent comic before this. Yeah, I know they they did cuz I think didn't they kind of
2: cut like page counts and things like that to try to mm-hmm. save a little money and everything like that. They were really really scrambling to just kind of keep the ship afloat in the late 70s.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, they're loading this up full of ads. I mean, yeah. it's 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 almost half ads. I would say it's it's about a third ads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you think so? I mean, it, when we look, well, you and I spent all our time in the in the '60s yeah. comics, and those those have a lot of ads in them. But this is like, I would say, easily a third advertising. Okay. Yeah. I didn't count, but well, you know, we don't always notice the same thing.
2: Sure. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm reading out of a trade, so I have no idea because they don't put them in there, sadly.
0: Oh, boo! Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so how about this? A uh, splash page here. When you turn the page, I, I I don't know when they stopped doing this, but for quite a while the comics they would show something happening in the middle of the book, uh-huh. in the first page there. And we've got Batman. He's uh, up against the wall, and there's these uh, kooky looking uh, terrorist guys, and they're threatening to kill him with these uh, fancy ray guns that look like something from the 1950s, like sci-fi films.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're threatening him
2: and saying, "Hold it, Supergirl. One step closer, and you'll see Batman die before your eyes."
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea, I love the, yeah, I guess I'll say the idea of the splash page, the composition, but it's just a little busy in the execution.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about those uh, shadows? That, that kind of, yeah, a little bit like, what's going on here? It almost looks like they're, I don't know how to explain that.
0: <laughs> Other dimensional. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Batman and the Crooks have shadows, but they look like... Uh, yeah, they almost look like they're like sandy like mm-hmm. monsters getting ready to <laughs> do something. Exactly.
0: Yeah, this is what struck me. I mentioned the inking being so heavy. It's it, and maybe it, you both are comic experts, so you can correct me on on what I'm <laughs> what I'm not saying correctly. But the the lighting in this is would imply that that I'm going to see a lot more shadows. Like I, I if if you look at this, um, from a perspective of light and shadows. It's not lit correct. She's not lit correctly, you know. She should have shadows on the front of her face and on the front of her leg and on the front of her fist, um, if that's where the sun's coming from. Um, but I, so I just sort of like, wow. When I saw this, I said, what are, what are they? What are they doing here? I mean, she's in the forefront, obviously, but I don't know. Maybe I'm being too picky, but
1: well, there's no ink accredited, so I'm assuming he inked himself, Jim Barrow. And I yeah. Think- Didn't he do his own lettering also? Usually. Yeah, usually.
2: I think a lot of the time he did. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, when I look at this, especially like the very next page where, you know, we see Bruce Wayne and he's at the the Wayne Foundation here at like, you know, this boardroom table with these other four uh, executive types and everything looks fine on that page. But when you see Bruce Wayne's face in that top right panel. That doesn't look like apparel to me. I don't it looks like it may have been inked by someone else, but I'm not uh, 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 smart
1: enough to figure out who that is or
2: if that is even the case.
1: I mean, just looking at it, I would say Dick Giordano, but I don't know that they would. I mean, I know they would often replace Kirby's faces with other artists <laughs> <laughs> if, if yeah. he was drawing like Superman or somebody not his own character
0: but am i the only person that noticed that the or thinks that the uh top of the conference table is shaped like a coffin oh yeah it does look wider (laughs) yeah it's also cut with those angles Uh, oh yeah the guy with the green suit yeah it's really weird (laughs) i didn't even notice that before
1: (laughs) that's also a big fat ashtray right in the middle of the table
0: those were the days weren't they yeah those are the days (laughs) there's no cigarettes in there though well yeah
2: well it looks i don't know there might be a a, a joint there on the table with <laughs> a in the blue in a blue suit there look at what he's smoking uh, yes. and then on the table there he's got a yeah he's oh, got a, he fat, have a fatty there yeah yeah, yeah. he does yeah <laughs> hey whatever it takes to get through Maybe your day with actually, uh, bruce, wayne.
0: <laughs> wait, over, over bruce wayne over bruce wayne's dialogue he's actually miming he's pantomiming he's like give me the ashtray 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm
2: not sure but these guys get pissed off really quick which is great sure I love. I, I, yeah i love the next page but this uh they're talking about how they have a uh a star labs built a satellite and it's up in space and etc cetera, etc cetera, and it's going to be uh have a telecast a telecast live from australia and i was i kind of had to look it up because i thought how long has star labs been around and i think it was either a superman or an action comics issue from the early 70s when it first came around i did not Mm -hmm. know that
1: um i well as i said sort of jumping into grown-up comics at this time star labs was everywhere like in every Mm. especially in superman comics he was always going to star labs and dr jeanette Clyburn was the director of star labs
0: huh
2: Mm, okay. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. No, really,
0: yeah. Uh, you just earned a sticker for today. Thanks. <laughs> a gold star. <laughs> a gold star.
2: Mm, and then
0: uh, Carrie Burkett,
2: man, he likes the word blazes, one of the executives. What in blazes? So I just, <laughs> and we see that like three or four more times in this uh-huh. issue. It's is like, what is the deal with that? But yeah, the screen comes on, and this guy in a, like a black suit and black hood comes on the screen. Oh, and he's got a little sun... Uh, insignia there above his left booby and he says uh-huh. this is a message from the children of light and right away if you don't know anything about this comic or who the villain is or anything like that that really sounds like the dumbest name ever for a terrorist group
0: right doesn't it it's like and after we're done making this telecast we're all gonna lie down and drink some kool-aid uh,
2: mm. uh, pee, pee the bed maybe too but yeah. children
0: <laughs> i just don't get
2: children of light i don't get the children like why would anybody be scared of children i don't understand that but okay whatever man
0: (laughs) yeah i think it's like if they said disciples i would have been
2: Mm. oh that's kind of scary
0: you know yeah and
2: i one of the other guys that kind of looks like jim Gordon. what's that fool talking about (laughs) whoa whoa tough guy he's like Uh, But the guy says he's uh, taken over the satellite that Bruce Wayne was just talking about. And, uh, you know, we've got we're going to take it over and we're going to have a laser beam attached to it and blast uh, whomever if we don't get what we want. And they want a guy uh, who must be in the uh, I don't know if he's in Guantanamo Bay or where they have this guy at, but he's a prisoner and they want him released. So if he doesn't get released in 12 hours, he's going to zap the crap out of a city in the United States, so get ready.
0: I think it's interesting that they chose the name Kamon Abood. Abood. Abud. Uh, yeah, Kamon Abood, because um, it, is that a character that actually is a big villain in, in um, DC Comics? No, never no. heard of him. Sorry, hold on a second. do Don't Our beagle wants to come up here. No. No. <laughs> so um, Because um, I was thinking about, okay, now what time? This is 1979, right? Mm-hmm and we had in the mid to late 70s we had the iran
1: uh oh well we this the, would have been right during probably mm-hmm. already the hostages had already been taken The host- 79.
0: so i'm thinking about all this appearing on the nightly news and it's interesting that they chose this name because it was probably in the consciousness of yeah. uh the united states uh, popular culture that these were considered others and because they were others they could you know even the name of a foreign name like this could in invoke a sense of of um of uh, uh menace menace or devilry or you know sort of sort of to use some, an enemy you know um because it was such a a, a foreign thing um to Americans at the time yeah. yeah yeah i
2: think so too yeah that's that's i think you see that creep into writing a lot if there's something going on in the in the times it kind of sneaks in, whether they realize they're doing it or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. So yeah, I love how Bruce Wayne in one panel, he's watching all this shenanigans on the uh, television screen here. And the next time you uh, see somebody that's that guy, what kind of joke is this? How dare they? And another guy, it must be a hoax, a gigantic bluff. Where's Wayne? And Bruce (laughs) Wayne, he just, you know, quickly right out of the scene and there's Alfred poking his head in the door and, this angry uh, Jim Gordon uh, lookalike says, you there. <laughs> Where'd your boss disappear <laughs> to? You there. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, Alfred says, I'm sorry, but Mr. Wayne has called away on urgent business. He asked me to express his apologies. And the guy, what? Well, all of all the nerve. And the other guy says, Wayne's a coward. He's afraid to face us. Like, wow, really? Just because of that?
0: The shareholders, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Yeah, and it all happened so quickly. Alfred, I'll show you to the
2: door. <laughs> kind of like get out. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not having their shenanigans, and then you know, snap your fingers, and Batman's uh, swinging through the air here, and he sees the bat signal. And I really love this part because I didn't see this coming. So he swings to the top of the uh, police headquarters, thinking, "Hey, Jim Gordon's here, or Bullock, or whoever." And that's not quite what happens, is it? No, nope.
0: <laughs> no, no one's there attending the light at all, attending the signal, uh-huh. except for these criminals. And is that, and I, I guess that's I mean from this comic I I understood that that's that's convention like you there's usually someone waiting for him at the back Oh signal. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Yeah. Did so we just that, skip so, over so, the... So, as the reader of that that that's perfectly common? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did
1: we just skip over the fact that he was holding a business meeting in the middle of the night? Oh yeah,
0: because uh, I don't, don't think
2: okay.
1: they don't say say any time lapse or anything. But it's clearly yeah, it's dark as well. Well, share share <laughs> Yes, yeah.
0: shareholders wouldn't necessarily actually be employees of the company, and therefore they would often come
1: oh, to, after their own. After job. their oh, own. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe all it right. was a
0: long meeting.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, Batman. There's no one operating the bat signal, and all of a sudden, zzz, and he almost gets blasted here by a laser.
1: <laughs> yes. It's these children of light fellows, and they're creeping all around the rooftop there
0: with their little ray guns. Pew, 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 pew
1: hmm
2: but these guys uh don't know who they're dealing with here Because no, the batman don't. yeah he just jumps behind the bat signal and turns it on them and they can't see and he starts kicking the crap out of them but uh they prove to be a little smarter than batman thinks, because they get the drop on him
0: yep. do you think there are a lot of words written in here for batman's thoughts or is mm. this just fine for the time
1: for like the time i, I think it's
0: dog. fine they don't go. uh
1: sorry.
0: nowadays they don't have thought balloons yeah no, they they killed them so they i mean because he says it's a trap they were waiting for me i mean well you know it's you don't really need to say it's a trap they were waiting for me it's a trap is enough you know right
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah well yeah yeah oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah for sure i
0: mean <laughs> there's, now, a, there's a lot of that there's but
1: i guess if you're eight years old it helps to have a little more explanation for what's going on
0: okay all right all right all right
2: yeah, as long as the prose is either uh, purple or uh, insane, I don't care how much pros is on the page. <laughs> it doesn't bother me in the least. <laughs> but yeah, Batman gets his uh, utility belt here. He's got some gas pellets, and uh, maybe he filled them himself You know, when he from the cover yeah. there. But he uh, blasts these guys with them, and uh, they're coughing and this and that, but they're still smart enough to shoot at them while they're running away. So he
0: can't catch up with them. Yeah, he's surprised by that. He says they're even professional in retreat. You know, um, he's just sort of surprised by that. It's just kind of interesting. You
2: know? Yeah, and I love how he sasses uh, Commissioner Gordon here in this next scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We thought they disbanded when we nabbed their leader, Kaman Abood.
0: Well, they haven't. They overpowered the police on top of the roof. They trapped me. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah, their laser pistols are not ordinary terrorist weapons. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, now we learn here that uh, <clears throat> the other members of the Justice League, except Batman, are on a
0: mission in space. Uh-huh. Really, all, every member? Is that, that would, have, at this time, it would have been like Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and.
1: Superman well, it would have been
0: Aquaman, B- Green Arrow, Black Canary. They're all, they're all... Elongated men. man. They're all in space. We are all going away on missions. Does it say a mission or missions? A mission, no. A, oh, oh, they're all mission. on a mission. You have Earth. Keep the lights on while we're gone. Good luck, Batman. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs> well, I did actually, I thought to myself, okay, what was going on in the Justice League? Cover date, February 1979. Oh, and, you're good. What? And they were fighting a villain I've never heard of, uh, and I don't think he's out in outer space, but it, it says while Zatanna and Zatara continue their search for her mother, the League battles the mad musician Anton Allegro, who seeks oh. revenge on his imagined enemies.
1: Yep, that uh, I remember that well, because it was right after Zatanna joined. And I believe. Oh, my gosh, is Hawk girl on the cover.
2: Uh, let me take a peek here
1: because it, it doesn't look like they're in space
2: uh let's see who's on this cover yes hawk girl's laying there prone superman uh and this music guy and then gl yeah
1: that's who we yeah got, I, think. I remember because i think that was one of the first times when hawk girl was on a mission without Hawkman, and i was so excited yeah jla
0: 163 is the uh, so the wait you, you think they told him they were going to outer <laughs> space but just went someplace else to fight a villain Did
2: <laughs> they tired of he, his crap
0: yeah, yeah. They, they needed a break from him is that, I mean, because he's a pretty serious, and yeah, dark, he broody can, character. He's a lot. He's a lot to take, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't blame it on the rest of the gang. And be like, hey, let's go over to Crete. There's this, um, there's this terrible <laughs> villain over there. He's a, he's a, you know, we'll fight him. It'll be a big deal, you know. And, and and because it's, yeah, there's always something going on over here in the states. We'll, just, we'll tell him we're going to be out in outer space. Yeah. And we could go relax on the beach after we fight the battle. we will be fine. You don't want Batman on the beach. He's so gassy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he'll I've clear been... the beach in no time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean let's be honest batman is a lot because he thinks he's better than everybody else like we've all let's be honest through our entire lives we've all had that one friend every once in a while that's mr know-it-all and you're always looking to ditch that idiot so mm-hmm. i yeah. i think i think that's what they did they just lied
0: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> oh but yeah he uh he's done sassing gordon and he's like uh You know, I'm going to go, you know, check this out. I have some leads here. So if I can't figure it out in the next 11 hours, uh, you better contact the White House and tell them to change their mind about releasing (laughs) that guy. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm so sure you can just call the White House and say, this is Commissioner Gordon. Let me talk to the president. (laughs) Okay. White House, hold, please. (laughs) Forever. Where's my buddy, Jimmy Carter? Put him on the line. Like, no, it does not work like like that. (laughs) Not even back in 1979, but oh, no. Hey, maybe Jimmy Carter had a bat phone, too, that was red or whatever. And when it would would be Gordon would call him. You never know.
1: Well, yeah, we just read something last week. I mean, it was from the 60s. But um, in that issue, the president did have a gold phone with which (laughs) he could call Superman. (laughs) Wow. Which seems like a great idea if there actually is Superman in the world, you want to be able to get a hold of him pretty quickly.
0: Are yeah. you on the page uh, where, where he's left and he's perched up on the roof? Yes. I love that. Love yeah, that looks right. that looks
2: pretty cool there at the top of Star Labs. He's uh, yeah. going in to check it out because he thinks himself that the laser cannon must have been put on before it was launched into space. And I was like, okay, whose job was it to check to make sure everything was cool with the satellite before it was launched? Like, mm-hmm. Right. So he kind of <laughs> says, like, hey, it's got to be somebody on the inside. And He goes walking in in the pitch dark, and he trips into something and says, what the blast? I tripped over something. What could? And here we go. Blazes. Supergirl. And she's laying there, knocked out on the floor. And we get our first knee uh, shot of the uh-huh. comic.
0: Does, mm-hmm. does Batman often walk into dark rooms and just trip over things? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think of all the people um, in the Justice League. He's yeah. the least likely to walk into a dark room and trip over a body. He's a bat. Come on, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he has special <laughs> things. these special lenses, right? Not 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 superhuman lenses. I'm just saying, in his in his in his costume, one would think so. Right? It just. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry to be so hypercritical, but you know, I have spent the last. Four years in 1967 to 1968, um, which is requires a lot of patience, and I've become really good at spotting stupidity. And <laughs> I was just there was one of those moments where I was just like, "Oh come on, Batman! You tripped over Supergirl? What in the hmm. dark? Absolute craziness! Yeah, she's laying there
2: absolutely unconscious, and uh, again, blazes. Whatever about, knocked that? her out must have been huge. Yeah." The the Girl of Steel. Yeah, I was wondering about, he calls her another nickname or maybe there's a caption box with another nickname in here because I don't know what
0: Supergirl's nicknames
2: are, but apparently
0: Girl of Steel
2: is one the author, of Steel. The author is
0: referred to her as the Maid of Might. Maid of Might. <laughs> yes,
2: I think that one's in here. Yes, yes. <laughs> so eventually she uh, revived, oh yeah, the Maid of Might revives and then she's like, I don't know what happened, Batman. And she starts going through the last day. And again, this is all new to me. It says, she says to Batman, as you know Batman, in my secret identity as Linda Danvers, I'm a student advisor at New Athens College, and I had no idea she had all this going on.
0: Yes. And, hey, wait, uh, she's allowed uh, he's allowed to know her secret identity, but he never tells her his secret identity? I'm
1: willing to bet that she does know his secret identity at this point i in believe history. there's a
0: moment in this comic where he is preserving his secret identity i will know when i come to it oh okay yeah. um anyway yep, yes yep, 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 yep. it's when they get the spaceship and they go away he'd say, he acts like he can get permission because he's he knows bruce wayne mm. we'll come to it
1: oh yeah um yeah at this time superman family was being published as a dollar comic and supergirl had her solo series in that book and i do remember that she was working in the advising center of new athens college which was like some experimental educational community of some kind
0: and do you know why she has to wear that heavy brown wig to hide her secret identity no no do you know who gave (laughs) her that wig no who her terrible cousin Oh yes, yes, yes. When he, oh, when she, when she was propelled through space and discovered on Earth the only living relative that she had, well, he got to grow up with a loving family in Kansas, right? In Kansas. Yeah. yeah. She mm-hmm. got put to an orphanage and and given a heavy brown wig and said, "Put this on, uh, and I'll see you later. Bye." <laughs> Can you imagine if she's in a building with no air conditioning? Oof. Oy. Poor thing, she's so badly for her. She has to wear this heavy wig on top of her full blonde hair, right? Superman puts on a set of glasses.
2: Yeah, why couldn't she just have glasses, or I don't know, maybe a must? No, not a mustache. Um, <laughs>
0: <what>? Wait, uh, <laughs>
2: wow,
0: a rubber? A <laughs>
2: maybe, a, maybe a rubber mask? Oh, wait a minute, that would be oh, super hot I mean, too. Uh,
0: How about a? What is she headband? gonna do? How about a special headband? Oh, you know, we don't even know who she. It, she was. Where did Supergirl go? I don't know. Linda, you're wearing your headband. Maybe just like a turtleneck and
2: contact lenses with different colors or something. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she says New Athens has some pretty special students. And this is where my mind kind of really wandered for like a second. I had to get back on track. She's like, like Josh Kimball. And all I can think of is kindergarten cop, Detective John (laughs) Kimball. So I'm trying to read this and I just have, who is your daddy and what does he do going through my head and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I couldn't stop. It was it really threw me off. (laughs) So he was Detective John Kimball for the rest of this.
1: This Josh Kimball is described as a young scientific genius, but he looks like he's about 47 years old. He does. Mm -hmm.
2: He almost looks like again, he almost looks like Jim Gordon from the back in that middle panel there on page seven. And I'm thinking, okay, now maybe Jim Gordon has a wig on. (laughs) <laughs> Some mm, blonde hair there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, she says about how she starts to feel weak. And this is what I didn't get either. I mean, I get that she's super girl, mm-hmm. but she's, if she's not using her superpowers, wouldn't, I mean, I understand like kryptonite and things like that make them weak and they're going to hurt them and stuff like that. But I almost feel like, isn't she just like a normal person then without that stuff? Because why would she almost pass out from this? Uh, I, I was a little... Well, she doesn't I mean, need to eat.
1: she always has. It would be like if you or I suddenly got some sudden fainting spell or something and went weak in our muscles. We'd feel the weakness, even though we weren't actively using our muscles. Our powers. To do yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. Okay. Because I was just like, why is she getting weak? And I'm like, okay. Well, they do explain it here. And at first, she doesn't think anything of it. But then we see her get a get close to a, detective josh kimball here again so of course i mean
0: like as soon as as we get the center panel and she talked about getting weak i i knew right away before i moved on i said he's obviously either got some sort of kryptonite of some form woven into his clothing it's on him it's on his person right
1: of course it's 1979 it might be just because she's a woman that's why she got weak
2: (laughs) (laughs) his his manhood made her weak. yeah right Uh (laughs) exactly (laughs) Could be, yeah. His his stunning looks just made her his, almost his British up.
0: sterling cologne. He walked in and she got weak for this. Oh my goodness, he's so he's so attractive. He, I love that cologne. Oh, I feel so weak. I need to sit down. His and high karate. <laughs> oh my god, I wore that at one time. I'm sure as a teenager when I was trying to grow up my mustache.
1: Now she's walking home mm-hmm. and he drives by and she gets weak again.
0: What? Yeah, I'm thinking, Wait, man, well, he, he, does she not have a sense, he, like, like, a, like a sort of a buzzing sound or anything? That no. Tells her, no, no. Okay.
2: Well, she's had enough of this. She's gonna figure out what's going on and rips her clothes off right there on the street and has her very sexy Supergirl outfit on and she goes yeah. flying uh, after him to kind of see what he's up to and. She's pretty close to him again, and she's flying and doesn't seem like she's going to fall out of the air. So that's a little okay. weird there, but... Okay. I want to talk about so this, yeah, top, she...
0: this, this top that she has on this really low-cut blouse that she's wearing. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: it's it totally from Jacqueline Smith's Professional Kmart Collection, <laughs>
1: uh, nineteen. Charlie's Angels?
0: Totally. Charlie's Angels, absolutely Charlie's mm. Angels. Well, this is oh, the God. best superhero,
1: Supergirl costume in history, and this is the best that it's ever been drawn.
2: It's it, yeah, it's a very, very plunging neckline on her on this one, for sure.
1: pirate sleeves, hot pants, mm-hmm. and a
2: choker. Oh, yeah. And yeah, don't forget that. yeah, it does look really good. It's a really good page there, where it sh- or a panel there where it shows her. it's like almost like a, an l-shaped panel where she's, you know taking mm-hmm. off to start flying. It looks really, uh, really good.
1: And mm. I do like throughout this issue, her cape is always billowing even if she's standing still. There's always yeah. something going on with it, right?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It must be super light.
2: Oh, it's yeah, proper. she, uh, Yeah, she creeps into the lab here to see what, uh, Joshie is doing, and he's messing around with the satellite, and we can see her peeking in from the door there, too. I like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she gets whack over the head.
1: Yeah, because she's weakened again now, because she's in uh-huh. closer proximity. And she says to Batman, it must have been hours before you found me. And he says,
2: it all fits. Josh must have been the inside man working with the children of light to set up the laser cannon. She's like, what are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: And then the next page, I know this didn't happen, but it looks like he's just smacked her across the face. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of does. Yeah. So I know she's reaching out with her blue sleeve. And it matches the blue of his and in the angle that he's standing. It looks like he's like <laughs> snap out of it. What do you mean about that you don't know about the children of light. Um, it's just mm-hmm. when I first saw it I was like, what what's going on here? yeah, you know, a little bat slap and
2: Robin's not around, so he needs somebody to beat up right. I
0: guess <laughs> and she is a woman of steel.
2: And he yeah she can her. take it. yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, he uh, gives her the lowdown. We get a a caption box after Batman swiftly explains. And then the two of them uh, just kind of go into this uh, like, hey, we got to get up there to the satellite. And, oh, boy, uh, Bruce Wayne is funding another project here at Star, an experimental mini spacecraft. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. The next word word bubble in this emergency, there'll be no trouble getting it, getting clearance to borrow it. But when he says what the reason for them building this is, it lost me. Uh, I, what? Uh, thanks Supergirl this craft couldn't make it into space without you. Star developed it for short range as a shuttle between future space stations so the space stations aren't even built yet but you're building right. a shuttle to go in between them
0: what? That's like that designing Canton? a metro rail car for a metro system that hasn't actually been designed yet or but it, I mean, no, that isn't quite right but like that doesn't make any sense. Why would you build a short-range quick shuttle for future stations that have never even been built? And also,
1: when the stations are built, how are you going to get the shuttle into space because it can't
0: get there under its own power? Will you piggyback it on the back of the 757 or 757?
1: Or just call Supergirl. I'll Supergirl! Say, Supergirl to do it. <laughs> we have a job yeah. for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, just get her to lift it up there and... Yeah, she does. She she's flying it up there like a la Superman. She's she's underneath it. And uh, she's like, I don't see any defenses. I'm going to move a little closer. and. Uh-huh.
0: She does a Jean Grey when Jean Grey tries to pick up a cup of tea with her brain. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, she's talking in airless space. That's a great skill. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to
2: see some great skills from Batman here in a minute, too, after Uh uh, something happens to a shuttlecraft. Uh, I'm wondering if he has some latent superpowers we're not aware of. So, uh, yeah, they can't get close to the satellite or she can't because uh, she's getting weak. My powers are deserting me. And Batman's like, uh, it figures they want to make sure neither you or Superman could destroy it. And he says the red sun radiation won't affect me. So Mm -hmm. he's going to go disarm it. And he gets like, I don't know hundred feet away from it if that and he starts getting blasted with a laser cannon and it blows up the ship somehow he isn't affected at all though the ship just blows up and he just gets jettisoned into space not a scratch on him
0: not a scratch
1: i wonder if it's just like he ejected and it Mm. just didn't say that but that would be putting words on the page that aren't there
2: he almost looks like a vampire too by the way when it shows him in the cockpit there Uh Mm -hmm. it's the teeth are not. Yeah. He's a. He's a ah! <laughs> but yeah, so he gets blown up out into outer space without any kind of a spacesuit, helmet, or anything. So That's bad, right? Yeah.
0: Okay, not I guess sure. You need to blow all the air out of your lungs.
2: Maybe he could just hold his breath and it'll be okay.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that! And then he starts to freeze, and he's his arms are freezing. Everything's freezing.
2: Yeah, he has time to monologue losing consciousness i'm still in the red sunfield. supergirl can't help me my body already beginning to freeze and i'm thinking dude by the time you would think all of this you'd be dead
0: right yeah it's i don't sick. know how long you can survive in space
2: <laughs> not long enough to think all this like mm-hmm. that's, that's not happening but yeah that was like, I'm like oh boy and they can say yeah he's like my arms are freezing up i can't get to a batarang i'm like oh boy but uh supergirl to the rescue right Yes, Yes.
0: she warms him up with her heat vision. Mm. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Then she wraps him in the loving embrace of her cape.
1: Yeah, wow. And that's a lot
2: of cape material there to cover him from head to toe Uh at least once. Um, Well,
1: Superman and Supergirl's capes, as I recall, can stretch an infinite (laughs) distance. Mm -hmm. Because Superman always uses it to stretch it over like a volcano to keep the volcano from erupting and stuff like that.
2: (laughs) But yeah, she needs, I like how too, she says, uh, yeah, I wrapped him in this, uh, as we get to super speed to get to earth because you know, the friction, so the friction won't get him. And she goes, but for him to survive, I have to make it back in less than a second. And I didn't know, I mean, I know Supergirl and Superman are really fast. And obviously the flash is the fastest man alive, but less than a second from space back to the ground without hurting Batman. Well, and, that and Kate also, does,
1: is, I mean, if her concern is that he be able to breathe, she doesn't have to go all the way to the surface of the earth. Yeah, I like how she has him
0: like
2: a baby, though, and his head is sticking out there at that point.
0: <laughs> 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 and then he just gets up and he's like, all right, I'm OK, let's go. You know, you almost died in space. You, your body, listen, he's almost
1: died so many times it doesn't even phase him anymore.
0: He's used to it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you can get used to anything if it happens to you enough times. So
1: he's he's
2: good. Oh, but he says, "Uh, we got to hurry." You know, Josh Kimball. We need to find them. And I like how he says, "What kind of powers behind this terrorist group? They seem to be able to do anything." And I thought they had a satellite. Like you built a satellite, and they put a laser on it. They can do anything. but uh, uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, Batman. Pump the brakes. It's it's not that crazy. It's not like they threw like twenty five things at you at this point on page eleven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They can, they can do anything. All right, <laughs> then you are, if they can do anything, you have no shot. So just give up, Batman. How about that? <laughs> Wait a minute now. He's he's a hero. He does not give up. So uh, she she picks him up and's like, we're we're gonna head over there. And here's another thing I'm fuzzy on too. I'm checking the college files for his address with my telescopic. <laughs> yeah So she she's that. holy crap. She's how far away from this college can see into the college into a drawer, in a filing cabinet and read it.
0: Like whoa. She's amazing, yeah. I always point that out whenever Superman does something like, um, looks uses his telescopic vision to see something halfway around the world, and I go, "Wait, through rock, through through the curvature yes, of the earth, yes, uh, yes, yes." Well, that's what I get. That's the answer. You hear that? <laughs> yep. It's he's
2: Superman and she's Supergirl, so just just roll with it um but yeah they go and figure this guy out here and like batman knows right away what's going on and has a smirk on his face it just
1: takes a piece of paper and he knows exactly what's going on here yeah so he finds a note that says light is under the sun
0: mm-hmm.
2: with a little stamp on it that's or a little sticker the gold star there it is <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he's, he's and it's, the gold sun
1: it's dated the 12th that's today
2: Yep, that's ironically, that's today. So he he uh, says he knows, well, Supergirl is like, you know, dumbfounded. She's like, what does it what mean, does it Batman? Mean? Well, that's yeah, she's like, I was like, oh, come on. She's smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, honestly, even just giving her no dialogue there and having a quizzical look would be better than giving her that dialogue. It makes her seem, <laughs> makes her seem kind of dumb, you know? It so does. it's like, oh, boy. And he says, it means we've got to get back to Gotham City now. Okay, and they moved yeah and they go see they go to a club here they go clubbing this is
0: great i <laughs> yes. love it and i hate that they don't go into the dance club we don't get to see what's going on in the club oh you that know? would be awesome wouldn't it be great this is 1979 liza minnelli would the be there end of and, disco oh it'd be great all these stars
2: yeah she's got the outfit for it he does it. Yeah. yeah she yeah. should have went in like took her cape off and went in undercover that would have been great
0: totally
1: so mm. one of the hottest nightclubs in gotham city le soleil that's French for the sun.
0: <laughs> I th- I read that and I thought, well, I guess there's really no other way to say that. It makes it, it makes her sound really stupid, like le soleil. That's French for the sun, reader. Um, but there really wasn't any way to get around that, was No. There? no. However, the club has the
1: exact same logo as the Children of Light wear on their lapels. Mm-hmm. Batman mm-hmm. should have
0: figured that, that he should yeah. know right away.
1: You know Bruce Wayne is out at these clubs all night. Yeah, with his dames. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, with dancing troops. <laughs> mm, but yeah, she go oh, she
2: uses her vision again here too. She says uh, uh, she's using her her, her uh, X ray vision, but it says it's lead line, so I can't see. And Batman's like, "You wait out here. I'll go in there and take care of this." And I was like, "Uh, I don't know, <laughs> Batman. I need a help, pal."
1: And she's a little salty about that. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to be so protective. He wouldn't tell Superman to stay behind. Mm-hmm.
2: I thought, you never know, he might. He's kind of a jackass. He, he, <laughs> he, he actually might do that. <laughs> or just be like, I'm smarter than you, Superman. You're the muscle on the brains. You stay out here. I could see him saying something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we see our buddies here, the uh, Children of Light, right?
1: Yep. They got a whole little setup down here in the basement of the club. Like Dr. Doomish, kind of.
0: Yeah, uh, they've got some that thing. What do you call that thing hanging from the ceiling? The gizmo. The laser rifle. Mm-hmm. Well, they're—it's a
1: bunker, so they're going to blast Gotham City to smithereens, and they'll be safe in their underground
0: hideout. Yeah, I don't know why that thing's in there. It's a uh, just uh, you know thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> talking about that—that that sort of the green green thing. bulbous rod style-y, kind of futuristic looking thing. I'm not sure what purpose it has in that communication operation central place. Well,
1: maybe it's the antenna, like the cell tower or something. Oh, we yes,
0: it's it's an interior cell tower. Exactly right. Yes, that's what it is.
2: It almost looks like weather equipment that should be outside,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> On Tatooine. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, something. Yeah, the Jawas are after it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but yeah, she uh, uses her super hearing, so you know that's not the the lead-lined uh, building isn't going to stop her super hearing, and she hears Batman's getting pummeled, so she goes yeah. blasting in, and we get the kind of the cover shot, but in just a tiny little panel on the mm-hmm. bottom. You should be grateful for that, Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she comes in, and within two seconds gets blasted, and she's unconscious again. Oh, yes. so terrible. terrible. Uh, Supergirl. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. <laughs> She was not uh, looking great in this one, at least not in the not until the very end here. But yeah, he finally discovers and lets everybody else know that uh, uh, we have a villain here. And again, this is this to me is I had not read any uh, comics with this villain. I knew this character as a woman and heroic, not uh, a villain.
1: Oh, okay, wow. Yes. Um. Yes, so Dr. Light was a long-running villain. I think he started in Justice League in the 60s. Mm. But then he kind of became... Like, he would go just from from, series to series battling individual heroes and always would be easily beaten. So it was that was kind of a running joke, is that he would just go fight Aquaman and get beaten, and then he'd go fight Adam and get beaten... And then he turned up in the New Teen Titans as the leader of the Fierce Ooh. Five.
2: Mm, Titan, Teen Titans, I like it. Well, his costume's pretty cool. I mean, it's just it's black and white, but I do like it. It's got some crazy design on it, like some kind of like light burst in the middle of it, and he's got some kind of crazy uh, laser gun there. But man, that I love that panel of him. Well, it's actually like half him and half word balloons, <laughs>
0: but right. at the yeah, bottom
2: he, of page fifteen, there he looks really good.
0: He doesn't have any superpowers at all. He just is, the thing that he would do is he would use his light uh, abilities um, to, uh, through some equipment to go into other dimensions and steal. I think he stole weapons from Thangar, right? Thang- Thangar? Is that, I think that's right, Thangar.
1: That's Hawkman's home world.
0: I could be wrong about that. <laughs> um, I will get back to you.
1: Um, and yeah, then the hero you're talking about Billy is the uh, female Doctor Light who was created during the Crisis on Infinite Earths.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Than Thanagarian, he looted yep. the Thanagarian. Thanagar. Oh, Thanagar. you're Thanagar. reading Who's Who. Yeah, Thanagar. Yeah.
2: hmm Yeah. So then, uh, Doctor Evil here demands one billion, and, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one <So>. billion <laughs> dollars, and
1: yeah, one
2: billion
1: dollars.
2: And he's got a frickin' laser beam there, too, in his hand. So it's got, maybe this is where they got that uh, from, uh, you know, Austin Powers. Could maybe be. They maybe they're mining this, yeah. But yeah, this is great. So Batman, up until this point, has not been able to take out the minions, and they've been, you know, kind of getting the better of him. But now that he knows Dr. Light is the evil villain behind all this, he can just beat everybody down in, like, ten seconds flat.
0: He's a quick study. He's, been, he's just been... As he's been fighting them, he's been memorizing their moves and he's going, "Oh, I know that, I know that, that art, that whatever, that that, or I, that fighting style."
1: Martial arts. Martial
0: yeah. arts. Yes, I got it. Yeah.
1: Well, the key is that he palmed the smoke pellet before he got <laughs> into the room, so he finally planned ahead. Yes, yeah, yeah, he had
2: he had prep time,
0: giving mm-hmm.
1: Supergirl enough time to wake up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so show he... her butt to everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. uh huh. Yeah, page 16, there's a, a, a shot of her, uh, in, in the position. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Apparel, I don't know. Sometimes was he having fun with this, or you know, is he kind of into that? I, I don't know. Just, I'm just saying, there's a lot of shots of her with her, her, her rump in the air, probably a little of both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, let's, let's, let's not throw stones here, you know. I mean, right. everybody has their vices. Let's, let's. <laughs> Let's leave the poor guy alone here. But (laughs) I do really like that panel at the bottom of page 16 on the left there where she is flying at like super speed to try to beat the signal. That's, you know, he I guess he had what he have a little uh, a little device on his belt to activate the laser because Batman shut it off at the controls. But he has his own personal little thing and he hits it on his belt, this little button, and
1: she's racing up there. I
2: really, really like that panel quite a bit.
1: And I like the the following panel, when she destroys the satellite, it almost, I don't know how he captured this in a visual form, but it looks like she busted the satellite and then slowed down into, like, a nice, easy
0: mm-hmm. glide. It's just very well-drawn, isn't it? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, really, really, really cool. Love it. But then back to Batman, and he's just punching everybody out like there are a bunch of children here, and he then... Uh, throws a batarang and uses his bat line to uh, swing in and uh, kick Dr. Light and knock him out too when he said about his well-trained <laughs> punks. I'm like, well-trained punks? So Batman's admitting well-trained punks beat him up for like 90% of this game. <laughs> Okay. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> but as everybody he a knows... He kick on Dr. Light, doesn't he? Yes. That is a fantastic.
1: Everybody job. knows punks never win. <laughs> And there's a and there's Doctor
2: Light in a Supergirl pose there, laying with his yeah, with his, his, ass butt, his <laughs> butt, in the air. <laughs> yeah, so finally he got the treatment. Apparel <laughs> gave uh, equal airtime <laughs> on that page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she's just flying off. And I love uh, Batman. Josh Kimball has been safely locked up with the rest of the terrorists. He'll get a fair trial for his part in the business. I'm thinking, yeah, that depends on where he is. Uh, <laughs> that depends on what part of the country is in there. Now, right. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, overall, this is a fun one. So, uh, what did you think here? Anything else you guys have had on this one?
1: I just I don't know if I can give a fair assessment because I have such a fond memory of reading this growing up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can objectively rate it in the current day. But yes,
0: I love it. Yeah, it's I, a lot of fun. I also loved it. I kind of wish that I mean, I know that what this is written in 1979, I I wish that there was some way that it could have worked in some kind of mansplaining to her, like to her back to him, like, oh, thank you for mansplaining that to me, Batman. I really I didn't know that's how that's where water came from, you know, or something like I don't know. (laughs) It would have been nice because she does hint at it when she said "I, I wonder if he would tell Superman to wait, you know. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he should have. He should have said something like, "Yes, go out into space and take care of that satellite." And she could have been like, "Is that where satellites are?" (laughs) 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 With this like doe-eyed look on her
0: face or something. (laughs) Well, I just think you know, no one has said this uh, yet. Is it normal for um, equipment to be added to a satellite before it's launched into space? Uh, no, on, because they've calculated the
1: launch trajectory based on the weight and the of way it, what they know is going up.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a brilliant, genius college student who's working on this thing, um, it, you know, and this, to add this to the satellite, I guess, and it gets launched into space. Did no one see that? He was This one person was able to do all this modifications to one satellite and get away with it? Yep, that's what mm-hmm. happened i think the security is pretty lax at star laboratories
1: well it was a branch of star labs in quiet sleepy little midvale
0: oh so maybe yeah, they they,
1: just, it's kind of they, town where they leave the doors unlocked at night. Okay.
2: yeah they mentioned that two or three times batman mentioned it and then later on supergirl did once at least like they both had to mention uh yeah oh yeah when she was following uh josh kimball i followed him here batman to the star lab branch in nearby midvale
0: <laughs> as if he wouldn't know where that was it's like
2: uh, okay How <laughs> had to say where it was That's which, okay the,
0: the, they omitted the panel where she turns to the to the reader and winks goes <laughs> <laughs> almost for you <laughs>
2: mm. yeah this it's so much fun though yeah this is this is a lot of fun you, you know we can poke fun at a couple it of is. things and stuff but it's a super fun issue
0: Oh, it really is. Yeah. And I, I, I have to say, I, I just love the art. I, it's so, so interesting. Lots of wonderful action happening here. Um, and
1: on the cover, we know that this was the team up that we've been begging to see. Begging. Yes. Yes. Begging.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder who lettered that. Was it a Paro too? Maybe he meant begging to see you know, Supergirl in certain positions or something. He maybe that's what he was I maybe mean, that's what he was uh winking at there. Who knows? But yeah, great comic. Like I guess that cover cover's really, really cool too. I yeah, no no nothing to rip this one apart. Apparel's artwork was great. The story was fun. Some of the dialogue obviously was kind of kooky. But yeah, a lot of fun here. I, I really enjoyed this and I learned about Supergirl because again, I didn't know about her other secret identity and You know, I went about this new costume, and then this is my first uh, Dr. Light uh, with uh, it being a male character, too.
1: Well, uh, don't Google Dr. Light, because he turns out to go in a very different direction in later years. Oh, boy. (laughs) If you've ever read (laughs) Identity Crisis.
2: I have not. I haven't read anything more modern with dc like i probably haven't oh what's uh yeah oh here the most modern dc i've read is probably kingdom come (laughs) oh yeah all right i thought that was really good by the way (laughs) it was excellent yeah i enjoyed that but that's probably the you know air quotes newest
1: dc book i've read okay so yeah so yeah well you're safe to stick with these 70s and 80s comics
2: yeah, that's what I feel like. I, I, I'm safe with these that uh, I'm not going to see anything that either can't be explained or I can't just laugh at. So.
0: Right. So <laughs> I just counted all the pages. And indeed, if you count all the 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 pages that have uh, you know the the direct you to other issues to read or um, the 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 readers' uh, uh, mail-in page along with uh, advertisements, one third of this issue is not the content of the story.
1: Hmm. Excellent.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Well, like we said, maybe it was, you know, the, the the implosion and this and that. And they were trying to make a couple extra bucks with ads and stuff. Yeah.
0: Who knows?
1: Probably. Not. Yeah. These, the actual issue does have one of my very fondest favorite features from the 70s and 80s, which was the Daily Planet Extra, oh, which nice. always had like coming, you know, what's coming up in the next month, what comics are going to be on sale soon. It'll have a little feature. Of a story that's coming up, and then it has the Ask the Answer Man column, which was Bob Rosakis. Bob
2: Rosakis, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you think if you're a kid, that's invaluable information there because then you're
2: like, oh, yeah, this is coming out soon. That's coming out. Like, you know what to look for.
1: And then usually a little four panel Fred Hembeck strip.
2: Oh, yeah, that's always good times, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so any
2: final thoughts on this one? Get out there and get it, right? I mean, it. I think it's yep. on the app. So if you have the DC mm-hmm. app, too, you can read it on there as well. It's a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. Well, why don't we uh, transition here? Uh, so why don't you guys talk about your show here for a minute? Let everybody know what the uh, Checkered Past podcast is all about.
1: Well, it's called Checkered Past because we look specifically at the Check branded podcast dc issues which were published from february 1966 to august 1967 and you'll certainly recognize the little gogo check across the top because they've dc has homaged it several times since then but it's just a really goofy time in comics lots of bob haney written issues Mm -hmm. lots of things that don't make any damn sense at all yeah (laughs) And that's why yeah. it's great. <laughs> yes,
0: It's exactly. And everything from romance comics to... to romance superhero. and war and... Cy Jerry Black.
1: Lewis. Yeah. Jerry and Lewis Bob and Hope. Bob
0: Hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar sure and Spike. Oh, we do it all.
1: Yeah. And we also yeah. gossip about our neighbors a lot.
0: Oh, a lot, yes. Oh, and also, and then every once in a while, every couple months or so, we get a, a group of our friends together and we do dramatic readings. And then uh, Bob spends a lot of time uh, engineering it and it, and so it sounds like an old-timey radio drama, and it's usually for the romance novels, yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of fun, so yeah, mm-hmm. we have a good time. Um, he calls me Twitchy Curtains because I'm always talking about our neighbors, although uh, we love our neighbors, so it's but we, it's it's a lot of fun,
2: yeah. I was it's just gonna say, it, yeah, it's it's in everything's in good fun, though, there's no mean-spiritedness to anything, oh, no, me no, no, no. no, not at all yeah as of this recording uh, your latest episode out was uh, 176 uh and that was a fun one i enjoyed yeah. that quite a bit because i always enjoy when there's a uh, little musical numbers uh, added in there and there was
1: one in there so i enjoyed oh. it quite a bit oh, <laughs> oh yes what did you have <laughs> no we sang the uh, one little
0: two little, three, oh, little, little Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <At least next. laughs> yep
1: yeah, yeah,
2: that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. I always enjoy your show, but those that when there's a little like musical uh
1: bit
0: to it, I always enjoyed even a little bit more. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he, he makes up a lot of his own songs and, and and records them and does all the orchestration and everything to them. You know, I am
1: ex- very proud of the elongated man theme song I wrote, which will be coming up in the next episode. Oh, Ooh. really?
0: Yeah. I also nice. like your 80 page giant, I yeah. love that. It's like a metal band, mm-hmm. 80 page giant, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's great. Oh man, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I always look forward to you guys. I think it's usually, typically Mondays you guys put your uh,
1: show uh, out, right? Yeah, it depends how lazy I am. Monday or Tuesday <laughs> usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody has uh, stuff
2: going on in the, at home. You know, That's sometimes right. Sometimes that gets in the way. So, but yeah, you typically Monday, usually about an hour long. I would say, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So not too long, not too short. It's right there. It hits the sweet spot, right?
0: Yeah. Exactly. And we've gotten into a, into a rhythm lately of coming home from church and taking a nap, <laughs> then chugging some coffee and doing the podcast. Yeah,
2: <laughs> making a couple drinks and sitting down, right? You know, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely.
2: So, yeah, everybody get out there and uh, check out the Checkered Past podcast. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you being on here again. This was a lot of fun. And I know we talked about some other issues. And uh, the one after this uh, is... Uh, holiday theme so uh maybe uh, closer to the holidays we can uh uh, talk about that one
0: (laughs) Uh, oh yes anytime anytime i love spending time with you talking about these comics it's great yeah lots of fun so
2: all right well i will let you guys go here and uh be back to wrap up the show
0: Do you like comics? The 1960s? How about middle-aged gay couples gossiping about their neighbors? Then Then you'll love Checkered Past. A loving examination of DC's Go-Go-Check branded comic magazines published from February 1966 to August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob. And I'm Dr. Husband. And each week we'll be your hosts on a trippy tour through mid-century four-color madness. Checkered
1: Past. Available wherever fine podcasts are downloaded for free.